Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I feel like you should really appreciate your come up. It's the most romantic part of your career. When you get past all the bullshit, then you're like, really, this was great. And it did happen for a reason, and the universe did make it go this way. A lot of the relationships that we put ourselves through are very temporary. People come in your life for a reason. Those reasons are the stories that you tell to other people. I think it's such a beautiful time right now where people are really being encouraged to celebrate their culture and celebrate their differences and celebrate things that we've maybe been made to feel ashamed of. Yo, what's up? What's up? It's Sean Leon. Hi, it's Myrna. What's up, guys? This is Khalid. Hey, what's up? It's Ali. You're listening to The Come Up Show. Get inspired. Hey, welcome to The Come Up Show podcast. My name is Cheddar. I'm the host and founder of The Come Up Show. And my special guest today is Lou Phelps. He's an artist from Montreal. He started making music in 2011 with his brother K. Ternada, forming a future rap group called The Celestics. He developed a reputation for danceable electro rap. And in 2017, he released his debut project, 001 Experiment, which got over a million plays on SoundCloud. And he earned a nomination for Rap Recording of the Year at the Junos. And he's got a new record out right now. Not now, but right now, called 002 Love Me, out via Last Gang Records. Make sure you check that out. In our interview, we talked about the naysayers and the hate he's received from being, you know, K. Trinata's younger brother, uh, the traveling the world with music, and so much more. Lou Phelps on the Comfort Show podcast. Let's go! Please introduce yourself. I'm Lou Phelps, a rapper from St. Isabel, Montreal. Canada, you know what I'm saying? Just doing my thing, making music. Mm. That's it. Girl, I got the scoop. If it's not too late, I want the sweet, sweet. Some like Kool-Aid. I'm not the type that got a type. Because if I had a type, I never have a girl. Because you're not the type. I'm a big on a date, so let me get that number. Uh, hey, hey. Miss Fatty Shorty, can you be the one? You the type that make these other niggas run. I know your time is precious, baby. You're incredible. I just, I just want you, want you. Let me know. Miss Fatty, be mine. 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 Welcome to Toronto, my G. Thank you. I appreciate it. What are you doing in the city? Press? There's some press press stuff you know promoting the promoting the, the next album sophomore uh, album yeah and the name is 002 um slash love me um yeah so yeah that's what it is what's the numbering the 002 001 what's the science behind that it's just like i wanna it's just like my first project as Lou Phelps was 001, and then my second project, 002. My third project will most likely be named 003, and um, so on and so forth. But um, yeah, just like a continuity. I just want to, you know, just anything that I put out, I wanted to have a number for some reason. I don't know why. Mm. just came up with this idea at like last year or something, but I don't think I'm going to follow it. But anyways. You don't think you're going to follow it? Yeah. Is it like an organization thing of like just sequencing and numbering? It's all neat in your head. You're like, oh, this feels good because I know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> n- nah, it's just like really, it's just like I wanted to, I w- I wanted to try to be unique, I guess, and I wanted to, I don't know, but everybody does that now, so I mean, 
it's whatever now. It's whatever. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't really have a purpose. I just need to start mm. putting out my stuff and I just need to start, you know, mm. being, being, I don't know, man. It's just like, there's no purpose behind it now. There's no it's purpose. Like, it's just like a number. No, whatever. <laughs> um, okay. So the album, by the time people are going to hear this, is out. Yeah. How does yeah. it feel to have the album out? <laughs> it feels great, man. Finally, like, worked like a year on it and then... Find, like I signed, I don't know how many deals I signed with 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 labels, but the first deal I signed, I wanted to get dropped, and then the second second deal, which is the one I signed with Last Gang, this one was like very organized and like everything was perfect and all that, so you mm. know, couldn't ask for anything better. But um, yeah, man, just it feels great to finally have an album out on the streaming services and like not on like Bandcamp and like. It yeah. doesn't feel amateur, finally, you know what I mean? Yeah, because I noticed that because the first project, the first album, is just on SoundCloud, basically, and I guess on Bandcamp, but yeah. which is independently yourself, but it's not on official streaming services. Exactly, it's not on, it's not on there because of the, the samples and all that, but mm. now we got our shit straight. Well, can I, Chris? Yes, you can. Yeah, it's we got podcast. our shit straight, so everything's all good. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. And so this one is so, like, the, the production is solely mostly your brother or what is it it's like 50 yeah. percent my brother yeah um 40 percent planet giza mm -hmm. which is like a a montreal rap trio um which is like they produce and some some of them rap also mm -hmm. and um the other track that's left is uh Romderful. it's like a dude from london pretty mm -hmm. tight and uh yeah so, uh and uh so and Kareem Riggins, is it just a feature or a production? What is he, is what is his? Um, yeah, like he sends like drum loops to K, and like K used his drum loop, so I guess we used it as like um, pretty much a, a. We had to credit him, and like you know, because he made the drums pretty much. So mm. I guess it's a collaborative production. Mm. Like him and K just work together all the time. And, ah, and okay. Just, just that's what it so was this, but that's I, good, I didn't that's even know at the time like when i when i picked the beat i was like man this beat is dope you know i just went to rap on that beat and then i did my thing and k messed with it he was like yo you should put it on your album and then kareem was like all good so mm. but it's gonna like people seeing that obviously you give credit where credit to do but people seeing that name like oh snap i gotta check out this album yeah 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 because obviously kareem riggins has his, his followers as yeah, well yeah yeah kareem kareem is really dope like i met him a couple times like I, I you know he's like he's like homies mm. with, with us now so everything's all good mm. you know he's a homie take me back though to 2011 where were you at 2011 I don't even know. At school, I think I was just finishing. Were high you school, yeah. making music then? Listening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah. started making music at at the age of like twelve. Mm. Like not seriously, but like, just like started recording my own stuff in my basement at the age of twelve. Using what? Using like. We started on webcam, like you know, webcam mics, and then we evolved to really no no seriously like webcam mics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Webcam mics, like literally, like Logitech. Like <laughs> webcam mics, and then wow, um, the microphones in the webcam mm -hmm. was your microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't have like, as I said, I was broke at some point in my life, but yeah. So we had to work with what we had. So mm. um, yeah, so we got our dad to buy us a twenty dollar webcam, and then from that we could like chat, like you know when when MSN was really popping, 
we used to chat and with the webcam, but at the same time, we used the sound, like the microphone from the webcam to record our stuff. And then, um, yeah, man, just like started from webcams and then evolved to um, Guitar Hero mic. No, hold on. What was your MSN uh, email address? <laughs> LPC Fresh. LPC 90. Fresh. Oh, it wasn't nothing crazy. Yeah, LPC Fresh nothing 90 at yeah. hotmail.com. I've been asking that people if they, yeah, if no. they messaged, if they had MSN, I was like, what was your email address? Yeah, that was a crazy-ass email. That wasn't. Yeah, no, Mine no, was Wode. 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 Obsessed with cash money, no oh, limit. Yeah. Wode. I was Wode. all into, yeah, so that's. that's no what, limit. Wode15 yeah. at hotmail.com. Oh, yeah. uh, okay, <laughs> keep <Time>. going. <laughs> yeah, so evolved to the Guitar Hero mic. Yeah. From like, cause I asked my mom to buy me Guitar Hero, like the the band thing, mm. and then on PlayStation or on Xbox. Okay. And then, um, we were like, "Yo, we could use this. Like, this has a USB port, so like, let's let's just use this for you know recording and shit." So we used that. We put a sock over it because we didn't have a pop filter, and then from then, for that's like I used my. When, when um, you're saying we, who was we at this me, time? Me and K. Okay. Yeah. So then. Um, like we used that mic to record like um, massively massive, which is like my first mixtape as a rapper, mm. as the Celestics. Me and Key had a group called the Celestics, and then um, that's like 2011 or something like that. Mm. So that's where I was in 2000. Did you release it? Yeah, was yeah, it, yeah. yeah it? It's, it's still on the net. It's still there. On SoundCloud, where? On oh, um, that piff or something like that. No, or? no, no. It's on. <laughs> what was it? What was around back then? Live no, wire. it's on Bandcamp. Bandcamp still, yeah. Oh, okay. It's on Bandcamp still. Okay. Um, you could check it out. It's it's some and dope the, stuff. It's like some raw shit, like raw shit. You could raw you know, hip hop. I and still had the flow. I was like, like hungry, like bars, you know. Yeah, like a like what, like Onyx type of rapper or like like nah, a. <laughs> just like I wanted to, I wanted to mix the, not Lil Wayne type of vibe, but mm. I wanted to mix the the, the mainstream lyrics with. Um, underground beats that mm. was my main focus at the time I was like alright let's do some like crazy metaphors and like not even talk about anything just talk about metaphors and how I'm better than everybody and blah blah and that's what it was mm. and then I evolved into um, Supreme Laziness which was the next mixtape that we dropped as the Celestics but net, at that time we got a better mic and all that so everything was all good oh, okay so the beats were were they K's beats or all K's beats? Okay, all K beats. All K yeah. all K's beats. So mm. original. So you weren't like taking nineties beats mm, or nah, whatever. Nah, nah. All K beats. Okay. Samples, grimy shit, drum loops, and all that. Yeah. Mm. Just like rap shit, you know. And then, um, so, I took like a a pause for like I don't know how many years, and then I came back as Lou Phelps, and then yeah, you came back as Lou Phelps. Uh, so that's that's interesting. So there was a couple of projects out before you took a break, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like two projects. Yeah. Two projects out on Bandcamp or whatever, just mm -hmm. having fun. And so, what did you do during the whole break? What was it? What high school days or what? Uh, um, after high you school, you know, in, Mo in Montreal, there's like like it's like the Quebec system, the school yeah. system is fucked up. So like, you got elementary school, and then you have high school for like five years, and then after that, you have like. Cigep, which is like two years of like pre-university mm. well until you finish your classes i guess mm. and then you go to university but i was like in the pre-university part and i never finished that 
because I was just like, fuck it, you know. But um, what did you want to do instead, or what were you doing instead? I always wanted to be like in the music business. Mm-hmm. I was either gonna try to be a manager, or a and R, or like you know some something around that. Um, but I wanted to study accounting just to know like the base of business and like marketing and stuff like that. Oh, really? Dope. Mm-hmm. And I was really good, really good. Like I had great, like good grades and all that, like amazing grades. In accounting and yeah, accounting. The only thing I wasn't good, which is very odd, is French. That's the only thing I wasn't good. Mm. Yo, you know what? It's, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's funny uh, because I've been hearing this. Um... You know, um, I've only been to Montreal like a few times as a kid or a young teenager. Mm. And I interviewed uh, both Nate Husser and Chris the Spirit. Yeah. And I was telling them, oh, how's your French? And they're <clears> like, yo, not really good. You know, we can get by, but like that's how it usually is in the yeah. in the urban areas or whatever of like, we we really can't speak French like that. And I it kind of, I was kind of shocked. I was like, how can you? Well, they're from yeah. Bergs, so that's that's why. Like, what, from, like Bergs is, is like the the southwest of Montreal. Okay. And like the it's predominantly English. Okay. That's why. But the rest of Montreal is like, like if you go downtown, you're you're English and all that. But mm. once you're out of downtown, it's all French. Okay. So there's no excuse for me to be bad at French. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. <laughs> like I, I, I thought mean, it was deeper than I that. Really like just I thought it was French. like the <laughs> socioeconomical things are like you know because nah. you're black they don't give you the reason maybe Not those even. things. You know what? You know okay. what fucked me up, bro? Yeah, yeah. MSN, bro. MSN? Exactly, MSN. What? If I didn't have MSN in my life, I would have been perfect. I would have been perfect in French. How? Like, you know how, like, the slang and, like, how people write, like, like when, for example, if you want to say cutie, you write QT yeah. instead of C-U-T-Y. Yeah. Or C-U-T-I-E. Yeah. Right? Yeah. See, that's, that's the type of thing. Like, I would write, like, instead of saying c'est bon, I would write... C as in C, then boom. So I wouldn't know how to like actually write the the right things. Mm. I know what I want to say, but I don't know how to write it properly. So that's why I sucked at mm. French. MSN fucked me up. I ain't gonna lie. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I remember trying to, cause you know, obviously here, I think French is mandatory until you're in grade nine or whatever. Like that's mm. the last year. And uh, but being in elementary school trying to like write sentences in French, I would like, I got this idea one day when I was eating Honey Nut Cheerios, some of that, you know, mm-hmm. the back of the cereal box, there's the English section and the French section. Mm-hmm. So I'd be taking words. I, I would look at the English section and mm-hmm. the French, and I would be taking words Word. out of the French section See. and writing it down. And the teacher's like, what the fuck is it? It just makes no sense. Like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, what are you trying to do, man? And I gave up since then and don't know French anymore. Hey, so man, French is, I was trying. it's a though. complicated language, but it's really like, <laughs> When it, once, once you got it down, it sounds beautiful, you know? That's the thing. It's a rem- Yeah, it's a pretty sexy language, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. But like... <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So uh, the second single from this album is Miss Fatty, is that right? Or is that the third single? Miss Fatty. I believe it's the third single, but yeah. we count it as the second single because yeah. the, the second single wasn't doing that good, I, I think. Ah, uh, okay. But it's like... It was like a, I don't know. The second single was rushed and all that. So mm. I but I guess the sentiment of that song you said is to like encourage kids to go to strip clubs and fall in love. Yeah, that was a joke though. That wasn't. <laughs> that was it. That was. I, I wanted to expand I, on I, that. I know. I know. Like, I know. I wrote that, but I don't know. 
Have you fell in love? Highly suggest. Have you fell in love? Have you fell in love in a strip club? I know, I know people that have, but I'm not that type. I'm not that type. Like, I like, I like strip clubs. I go into strip clubs. I have stripper friends and all that, and everything's all good. But I don't know. It's not, it's not the place for me. Like, I've been hustled way too many times over there. So I don't. In strip that. clubs? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Hustle by like you know the girl like girl yeah. pressuring you like yo you broke nigga get a, like a yeah, lap like dance on from some, me. on some like, on some like. Like, yeah, like, um, let's go get a lap dance, cool. We get the lap dance, and then three songs. For, so, like, let's say a song is $15, $15 per hour uh, per, per song. Mm-hmm. There's three songs, and then the girl comes out, and she's like, you owe me 120 some dollars. But it's not, like, you know, yeah. if you do the math, that's not what it costs. No. And then you can't say no, because if you say no, she's going to call the bodyguards, and you're going to get kicked out. So I just paid her the money, and then I left. But you were scarred. I, I never got a dance after. Never, bro. <laughs> after that moment, I never got a dance. So do you have stru- tr- trust issues now then? With strippers? <laughs> I, I mean, I could trust a stripper. You know what I mean, it's they, it's not necessarily, You know, they just hustling. You know. Yeah. It's, they don't, it doesn't make them a bad person to you know if they want to like show their bodies and whatever and like dance. Mm. In the end, they they all have like having stripper friends made me realize that like. They're regular people, just like more comfortable with their body. That's it. Mm. Okay. I'm not knocking their hustle at all. Don't knock nobody's hustle. Exactly. Um, okay, so uh, Jokoi, mm-hmm. Squeeze Dad, which was just released. Yeah. Um, how did that happen? Um, Why did you want to specifically? Is it like something? So, was, yeah. So, um, yeah. The first version of the song wasn't. I, I felt like it needed something more. Mm. And then apparently my manager showed um, Jokoi the this, this song without the chorus. And then Jokoi was like, I want to jump on this. This is amazing. And then he did mm. his thing. But I was like, I didn't know Jokoi actually mm. wanted to rap on my stuff. Uh, well, sing on my stuff. So mm. He used to be a rapper. I don't know if you know that. I didn't know. I yeah. Didn't know. Maybe that's why he writes his own stuff and all that. But yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was it was pretty like I love the I love the track. It's one of my favorites. I remember listening to the to the song. I wrote this song about a it was a it was a girl I was seeing at the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man. I wrote this song for her and then some crazy shit happened. But now we're not seeing each other anymore, but you know. It's just mm-hmm. like, you know, it's it's a it's a part of my life, you know. It's like it's a, content. Yeah. It's a part of my life. You know, I'm I'm over it, but you know. <laughs> I don't have anything to add to that, but you know. You know, but but I guess because sometimes as artists you need content, right? You need to go, you need to go through stuff. Yeah. To course. be able to talk about it and have relatable stuff, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean it's important to to like the most real music is it's the music that you actually actually lived. You know what I mean? Like mm. the the type of music that makes you feel some type of way will make somebody else feel some type of way for sure. Yeah. I don't know. But with that said, though, like if you're going in, in between, you're in the middle of the BS, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, "Yo, I'm gonna use this first song," or do you see the silver lining? Or like, "Yo, I, I may, I may be hurting right it's now." It's the but worst. <laughs> it's the worst thing to do. I feel what to be like, "I'm gonna use this for a song," because like you're gonna focus so much about like on the subject rather than trying to make a good song. You know what I mean? Mm. You're gonna be like, "Oh well." damn, I have to make a song about this. Like, I have to talk about this. But, like, if you want to talk, go talk to someone 
rather than just like write a song about it and all that. I don't know. It, it never worked out for me properly. The only time it worked out was when, and it's not even the best track of the album, but like the track Go, mm. it was actually something I was going through and I was really angry. And as, as you can see in the lyrics, like it says like, like, oh, well, you say I've been acting different, but you're the one who changed and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like some emotional stuff. But at the same time, is it necessary? And like, is it the best track I've done of the album? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta take some time off and like take the best out of your like the way I write is like basically I take the best moments, like the key moments of a situation and write a story about it rather than talk about the actual thing. Yeah, like letting all the air, mm-hmm. all the dirt, airing out all the dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have like, all the the beautiful diamonds and all the beautiful pearls mm. and the gems and all that and do, could... do people who have artists in their life do they need to watch out because <laughs> you know how sometimes everybody throws shots like <laughs> artists will, will you know throw a, a fucking shot at you if if you fuck him up you know he, yeah. he won't care because yeah. he'll, he'll be like he'll be like well maybe she's not gonna listen so I don't care I'm just gonna go ahead and throw a shot mm. but I'm a savage I, I send it to him no. okay. <laughs> No, I, I actually did send the track to my to my ex. The go track or yeah, the go track, and then she was like, "Fuck you, <laughs> everything's all good. We're good though." But then if you you know as you gain notoriety and steam, and then she be like, she'll be proud. Yeah, she'll be that song's about me, girl. Yeah, the the squeeze I gave him track, that. <laughs> the squeeze track actually, the girl that actually that I wrote the song for, like it was a bad breakup, really mm. bad breakup, but um. Like, I fucked up. I'm not going to lie, I fucked up. But, you know, mm. um, she's like, I'm proud that people like my song. You know what I mean? So I'm like, all right, cool. You know? She said that. Uh, yeah, like, she told me that. She yeah. told me she's like she's proud that people like my song, like her song. Yeah, song she's, she's like, she owns it. She, yeah, like, basically so, saying, this is my song. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Well, yeah. everybody likes to feel special, man, and remember it as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, man, so I want to know, like, um, you're obviously going on a Canadian tour. Yep. Across Canada. Yep. And uh, so people can get that info from, from your website. Yep. Uh, is it what's the website? LouPhelps.com or LouPhelps.club. Dot club. Yeah. That's yep. Uh, but you were recently, not too long ago, in Japan. Yeah, I was in Japan with my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell me about that experience, man. First time I'm I'm assuming. In yeah, in Asia, yeah. I yeah. went to uh, we went to um, South Korea to mm-hmm. play um, a Budweiser show um, for the last game of South Korea, mm. and the show was amazing. After the show, the the game played on the big screen, and like a bunch of Koreans were there, and like everybody was watching, and like I was filthy drunk, like it was disgusting. But like I was watching the game, and everything was going, like they were scoring, and everybody was going crazy. Um, Hannibal Burris showed up randomly, and then this is all in South Korea. Yeah. Okay. It's like some random stuff hap- happening over there. It was it was what, really what fun. game? Were you talking about the the Germany game? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, the last last game of South Korea. Okay. Where they eliminated Germany. Mm. Yeah. So then, yeah, man, it was just some like a crazy ass game. It was a crazy day. We went out the whole like we went and experienced the the temples. We went to go see like eat some like Korean barbecue in Korea. You know, it's crazy. And then Japan was like uh, it's like 
it's crazy. It's just like a, a whole different world, you know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just yeah. like you have to be, you have to go to to know what I'm talking about. But it's like, like, the people there are so polite. The food is amazing. The like everything is clean. Like I don't know, man. It's just it's just beautiful. Yeah, because yeah. well, Pharrell said it. Once you go to Japan, everything changed. Like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's not the same. They're just Definitely. so ahead of the of the world, basically. Yeah, they're ahead like a thousand percent. Like it's it's crazy, man. Mm. The people over there are, like super nice. Yeah. Um, how does it feel though touring or traveling the world because of music? Like your music oh, is what brought you to. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I couldn't ask for anything better. Like, this life is amazing for me. Like, I I love the fact that I could go on tour and I could just like see places nobody has ever seen. Mm. Just today, I posted like you know I could I could make a living off of like what I you know what I make. You know, not a lot of from people music. Can, yeah, from yeah. music. Like, not a lot of people can say that. Like, can say like the music actually brings them somewhere, or like they're doing this for a hobby or whatever. But I do it because I love it, and it brings me somewhere. You know, it's it's amazing. Just mm-hmm. today, I saw I saw somebody hate on me, like someone from like high school hate on me. What did they say? Because he's like, oh, you changed your name again, or like some dumb shit like that. Mm. Like why would you like you know? He got mad oh, about that. Yeah, he's like, oh, you'll always be Katrina's little brother and blah, blah. Yeah, so what? You know, and then what? You know, I don't, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying it is what it is. Mm. I'm not going. I'm not going. You know what I'm saying you can hate on me if you want, but I'm I'm good right now. I'm living good. Mm. You know? I could do a bunch of shit that you can't do just because I'm doing music and my music is working. You know, you can't you can't knock that. I got an album coming out. I dropped an album. What can you do? You know what I'm saying? You didn't, you didn't fucking sign to a label or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm cool. Just mm-hmm. let the haters hate. It is what yeah. it is. I guess, yeah. So I guess that's another thing as well, too. Yeah, you being K. Trinata's brother. Mm-hmm. You're his younger brother? Yep. Okay, you being K. Trinata's brother. Uh, you know, what do you say to people who say, oh, he's he's only where he's at or whatever, or his brother's giving him the best beats and all these connections are because of his brother. And he I'm, does... At this point, I'm like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. At this yeah, I'm point, assuming I really you've, you've obviously heard those sentiments before. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah, like yeah. Back in the days, but yeah. like now my my, like I feel like back then I used to think that like I used to be angry about it or I I used to be like phased about it or whatever. But now I'm like, mm. whatever. You could be mad if you want, but I'm still I'm still here, and yeah. you're still where you are. So like, mm. the people that are successful will never talk about me in any type of way about oh he's just there because he's Kitchenada's brother or whatever yeah it's only the people that are jealous or the people that want to bring me down because of my blessing you know like, exactly Kay's a, Kay's a I'm not gonna lie he's a musical genius and you know I can't do nothing about it so like why would I be mad about him giving me the best beats or him <laughs> like why would I be mad about like having an exposure because He's giving me the best beats, or like, or just because he's my brother, you know. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, cool, great. I'm living life. Mm-hmm. How about you? You should focus on your life and try to make it where I am. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, the important thing as well too is, yes, you may be in that position or whatever, but you got to show and prove yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no. can't hide uh, right. somebody that sucks or whatever. You got to do your thing. Yeah, that's being in I'm, this position. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. That's why I got an album dropping. That's why, like, like if I w- if I actually sucked, I don't think I would have had an album to drop. 
and like I don't think I would have had meetings with Apple Music and have it have me have like thousands of plays on Spotify and all that, you know, mm. if I would have actually sucked. Yeah. There's a bunch of rappers that do suck and that are making it big or whatever, but imagine like imagine this. There's like in in Toronto only there's what's the population? Like the GTA is like four or five million, like all four or five million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the yeah. four or five million, there's yeah. at least one million rappers in GTA for sure, guarantee. There's a lot, bro. Yeah, it's overwhelming for many, me. <laughs> and how many rappers are there in the GTA that are actually popping? Not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I made I made it through. I don't know how many rappers there are in Montreal. I don't know the population to be honest, but all I gotta say is. If I made it through Montreal and I'm getting heard worldwide, and I saw the stats today on Apple, on the at the Apple thing, like you can't really knock my like you can't say I'm not I'm not good. You can't say like yeah I know I'm not to the level of K. Of course K is a musical genius or whatever, but mm. you can't you can't you can't be like nah he's not that good or blah blah. It is what it is. Mm. I got, I'm I'm good where I am right now. I'm yeah. like confident. I know I know I'm good right now. So yeah. yeah. Uh, where do you think your sensibilities come as a like as a as an artist as a musician? Like the influences and like what you really f- messed with and think. Um, my main inspiration is like Tribe Called Quest, Slum Village, mm-hmm. um, Mad Villain. Mm-hmm. That's like my main insp- like inspiration. Mm-hmm. After that, um, just like a bunch of like. I love to like take some like, like a, sprinkle a little Kanye West, a little, little Uzi, a little Playboy, Playboy Cardi. Mm. You know, just like a bunch of. I love to take from everything. Take some mm-hmm. old school stuff, like, back in like, in the coming side joint. You could hear like, sitting by my window staring at the moonlight. Basically, came from, the, Steve Mon- Monite track mm. um, only you track hmm. so like it's just like a bunch of in- inspiration it's like some old school stuff in there like you know just like i love i love to like sample things hmm. just like k loves to sample beats like to sample other stuff for his beats i have to sample um lyrics for hmm. for my rap stuff so you said uh with the first album like there was like uh you know um the artists in that are listening, especially the up-and-coming artists who maybe never been in a label deal or whatever, the first one you were kind of disappointed with, what were some lessons that you can pass on to the people who are listening about uh, about what you learned from that situation? Well, So I what was it? Like, was it a distribution deal or something like that? Or, not or what? even. Just yeah. like, the first deal you're talking about? Yeah, the first album. Yeah, The yeah, first yeah. album? Yeah, because you were... The first album, I dropped it independent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, but you said you were disappointed with somebody else or something. Yeah, yeah, like that. no, yeah. just like I was disappointed with the first deal that I had. Okay. Um, yeah, because like it was, it wasn't. The first deal was gonna be for this yeah. album coming out, or nah, what? What was it for? It was for experiments. Okay. But I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just like I feel like if you have to do it independent, do it independent. You know, just like give it your all at some mm. point. You know, you just gotta believe in your music if you like do it for yourself first and then if you don't think it's that good don't put it out just like keep working on your craft until it's actually that good mm. and when it's that good you put it off mm. 
And even though and you, you have to be hard on yourself all the time, you have to like listen to it and be like, because it's for sure when you're gonna listen to it at first, you're gonna be like, oh well, yeah, it's kind of tight, it's kind of tight. But would you listen to that same song for like, for like, like next year, like in two years, or you know, like this album? I feel like I would listen to this like, like there's like at least half of the album that I would listen to, in like next year, like every day of my life. Mm. And I rap every like, like. Without any music, I I think about my songs every day of my life. You know what I mean. Mm. So like, would I be able to to think about these songs every day of my life? You know what I mean. Yeah. So if if I don't if it doesn't have that effect, I won't put it out. Mm. That's the way I see things. Yeah, because I, I want to know because obviously you put out two projects early, mm. but there was probably a, a lot of time where you were just working on stuff and didn't really release a lot of stuff, or no? No, not even like the 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 hiatus that I took was yeah. literally to like step away from like the whole the idea of like well you're you're Katrina's brother and like I was really like hurt by that at some point, but mm. I was like, all right, let me focus on the tour management and like try to get some you know. Just get some like good energy, some inspiration going, and then I was like, you know what? Let me get back on my shit and just like work on a couple tracks. Mm. Worked on a couple tracks, and then I was like, yeah, I should I should just put out an EP, and that's where experiments came from. And then obviously you got great feedback from that, and how did that feel? Good. Yeah, it felt good. It's like my first project in like two years or something like that. Three years, mm. it was just like man, breath of fresh air. Like I'm, I'm here now, you know, by mm. myself, not Celestics. It's just like I'm here. You don't have to listen to me. You know what I mean? You don't have to listen to me because it's not Celestics. Celestics was a thing Ketra used to promote, also like you know, but he didn't need to promote my stuff, Lou Phelps, you know. Mm. And I, I got a track, I got a placement. You know what I mean? I couldn't, I couldn't ask for more. You know what I mean? It's like, just like taking time to understand how life works and how the blessings that, that you know, that life gives you lets you understand that, you you know, you're better than, you know, you just, you know, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like you have to understand your blessings and once you understand them, do the most out of your blessings. Mm. Much. So I remember people telling me, oh, you're just here because you're Keitra's brother and blah, blah, and this and that. But then I got a placement on Ballers, which is an HBO show. And I was like, man, they can't tell me shit now. You know what I mean? <laughs> so from that moment, I was like, All right, I'm good. you know. And I believed in myself, and now I'm dropping this album, and it's amazing. Mm. Yeah. HBO, you're like, yo, fuck, Sopranos, you can't, you know? You know? Sopranos, The Wire, <laughs> fucking Game of Thrones, all that. Um. So, um, so the question I ask uh, Lou is uh, on every interview: What was the most challenging or the lowest point in your creative journey um, that you maybe were frustrated with? Oh well, right after the Ketra, like pe- the, right after the second thing I dropped, the the Supreme Laziness, just like negative energy around it. I feel like at at that point, Ketra was kind of going through a depression. Cause like of his like his sexuality and like just like touring all the time and like you know just being down all the time and like it affected me in some type of way because he was like damn like I don't know if you should you know I don't like I was getting looks and he was like well that's not important and like you know to me it was important or whatever but he was like oh that's not important or like that's not this it's not that just being negative around me and shit but I was like 
at the time I didn't understand that he was going through that and like I was just like man fuck you and that's why I wanted to take time off that was like the hiatus that I took was pretty much the lowest point because I was like man I don't even know if I want to do this so I just started DJing and then DJing got me hype to like continue like I, I, I used to slide some of my stuff in there and people used to react good to them and then from there I was like alright cool like I think I'm back to get I'm I'm good to get back into my my rap shit and mm. yeah, you know uh, uh, it's funny because uh, when we're going through depression or low points, we mm-hmm. get away from that thing that we love. Yeah, and time passes by, mm-hmm. and it can be like uh, a cycle that even go- gets worse. Yeah, uh, until you get back to that thing that you love, you're like, oh, I forgot what this is like. Yeah, yeah, did yeah. that happen? Was it? Did you have a, some t- some type of feeling yeah, like that? Yeah, I, I mean, at some yeah. point, at some point, I was like. For this album, actually, like I, I finished recording it um, a couple months ago, but then like now I'm like, okay, now what? I'm just waiting until something happens to get inspired again. I should be going to the studio every day, but I'm like, well, studio costs money. Um, I don't have a, like, K moved out, so I don't have access to his beats as much as I want to. Um, you know, it's just like, I don't know. Mm. It's a, It's a weird vibe and like, I feel like when I'm gonna get back in the studio, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be like, okay, cool, you know. But like, I don't know, man. It's just like I'm just waiting right now. Well, I was waiting. Now it's out, so I'm like, I don't know what's gonna happen. But mm. yeah, yeah. Well, when this is out, you get new life, new mm-hmm. energies, yeah, exactly, positive energies. So that's yeah, that's what I was waiting for. And obviously, like, going on, you're performing as well too, going on tour and all that, touching that's, people yeah. and seeing. Yeah, just I just want to go on the road and like yeah. experience, like share my music with people and. You know, make make sure they like it and all that. Mm. So musically, you may not be inspired or like you're not feeling about what is. Is there anything inspiring you? Not necessarily music, just anything. I want to make life. videos, man. Music videos. Music videos. Okay. I want to make music videos. I want to. I want to like I want to do a bunch of shit. Mm. I don't want to be just a rapper. You know, I would love to like make jewelry also, like draw jewelry and then have somebody make it for me. I would love to. It's like take my ideas from my head and then put it on on paper and then have some a director direct me into the vision that I had <clears throat> or like you know just like a bunch of stuff I don't want to be just a rapper yeah. being just a rapper is like it limits your your capacity of being like creative full on, yeah, yeah you're just like a talented dude if you're just rapping but if you like use your your creative your creativity into like videos or like different types yeah. of arts and uh, platforms mm-hmm. and it's maybe tapping into things that maybe rapping can't yeah, yeah, bring yeah. out of the view yeah right and plus man rappers got a short career by g who knows yeah, like true like true. how long a rapper can be around exactly and like, but i'm I'm, yeah. I'm the type of rapper that i feel like i'm the type of rapper that's gonna stay here for like a long time you know like i want to create a core following that's gonna stick with me for like until i'm done done yeah, I'm not the type of rapper that's gonna be like, all right, turn up, turn up, turn up. And that's what I'm for like five years and then that's it disappear. When the wave, when the people have moved on for exactly. whatever that sound is, yeah, and that's it. I feel like my music doesn't follow a sound, to be honest. I like, I could do anything. It sounds timeless to me. Uh, it is timeless. Uh, there's something that we can all connect to, and I think that's the thing that I'm. I think that I, f- I find pretty cool about it. I'm like, you can you mm-hmm. can listen to this. 
back to it yeah. five years from now compared to what's really really hot right now and i still like i still listen to my old stuff yeah there's a couple of tracks that i'm like i shouldn't have put this out or whatever but like the some of the celestic songs are amazing still to like the other day i listened to like a, an unreleased track that uh, i didn't want to put out it was a diss track actually but i listened to it and i was like man this is so good like I wish I could remake it, but K lost the beat, so I can't remake it. But uh, and I don't want to spark a, a, a beef again, you know. So, but yeah, like it's just like I feel like the I, I don't know, maybe it's me, but that I feel like the type of music I make is not like only for the moment. I feel like it's like years from now I'm gonna listen to Double O Two and be like, man, this is pretty good mm. still. Yeah. 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 Because the things that you're inspired by are things that have been are timeless or have been around for a mm-hmm. long time yeah, yeah, yeah. that you're pulling in, yeah, man, bringing into the record. Yeah. Yo, uh, I appreciate. It. What else do you want to leave the people with, man, who are tuning in right now, or I, I don't want know. to hear this? <laughs> I don't know. Just like I don't know. Buy the album. Just go buy the album. Go buy some tickets to see me in show. Mm. I'm sure that if you listen to the album, you're gonna want to see me in the show. So, mm. that's your boy. Yeah, well, the show. Let's talk a little bit about that. Actually, mm-hmm. wrap up with that. So, is this you a DJ? Is that it? Yeah. Okay. I would want. I would want it to be like a band and all that. But yeah, you gotta work yourself. Not, yeah, you gotta work gotta your way work up there. Up. Yeah, I gotta work it up. But uh, yeah, it's just me, my DJ. It's like a local acts, and but it's 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 a fun time. When I perform, it's a fun time. Yeah. yeah I got good energy. Yeah. Like, I could say that. Yeah, I got good energy. Good energy. Well, like have like so, yeah. Because that's another thing as well too. Do you rehearse or like? Um, I don't no. rehearse. I don't oh, rehearse. really? I just like I just go in and do my thing. Mm. Well, I guess. Do you think DJing a lot has helped? May help into that or like? Because obviously, as the DJ, you're moving the crowd through the music. Mm-hmm. Is it? Like, is there anything connections there or no? Not at all. Not really. No. Not really. I mean, reading, I could. I could read the crowd. Read the, could, read the crowd. Yeah, I could read the crowd and I could tell what they like and what they don't like. So like, I would. I would mid-set switch up the set mm. if I have to you know yeah but um yeah I don't know man it's just it's a good show just pull up to the show mm. pull up yep uh, Lou Phelps dot club dot club thank you man yes. for your time I really appreciate it Lou Phelps yeah, man. Uh, coming on the come up show that is my interview with Lou Phelps on the Come Up Show podcast. What did you guys think? Make sure you check out his new album that is out right now everywhere. And yo, if this is your first time tuning in, make sure you subscribe and check for the Come Up Show podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts. The link is in the description. Thank you all for listening, y'all. Catch you on next Wednesday. Peace. Peace.